Hello everyone, my name is Lucy. I'm Emilio. And you're listening or watching the Long Distance Podcast. Uh, the weekly podcast about the good stuff. No more relationships, no more... No, I'm joking. All Just anything stuff. we feel like talking about, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, who here notices the difference? No more two-sided cameras with two different yeah. rooms. And today I'm the one with the, the good mic for a change, so I'm quite excited. Yes. hear my voice in full HD. <laughs> yeah, this podcast doesn't have a huge budget, so only one mic. We're doing good with what we have, I think. Can't lie. Yeah, we're we're trying to. Okay, I'm trying to record on the on the actual interface that I, that connects the other microphone. So if there is a little issue with the microphones, we Be are patient. sorry. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> yeah, but um, I'm really happy. Mm -hmm. to finally have the podcast in the one room it's gonna make such a difference someone commented the other week yeah i love the delay in reactions especially emilio's and um that's what you call wi-fi guys sometimes your wi-fi isn't perfect mm. <laughs> so now we've eliminated that problem whoever that was i hope you're satisfied now <laughs> yeah oh actually we had a couple of comments last week uh, compared to usual, let's say. Yeah. Uh, it was it's quite m um, satisfying to see that some people are actually uh, tuning in. Yeah, tuning in and yeah. leaving the comments. Someone actually said that uh, she or he was listening to the podcast uh, while on the plane. I think it's absolutely no mind blowing to think that someone somewhere on this earth that were podcast to listen to on the plane yeah like it's a, a wow. it's mind-blowing when you think about this simple fact but uh, i think it's super cool yeah um, that's so cool i mean thank you to whoever that is awesome thank i mean you. i love listening to podcasts when i'm on a plane as well normally i'll download mm -hmm. a couple as well so i think it's a good idea like whenever you have a long journey and you don't have much to do i think podcasts are the it's a perfect time mm -hmm. compared to you watch youtube videos in your bed when you're bored yeah i really enjoy podcasts when you're on your own or you do an activity that's going to take you a long time yeah i usually listen to podcasts while cycling yeah although um i don't know if it's a generational thing because podcasts kind of only started blowing up recently i mean compared to its history mm. and my, I was speaking to my mom about it, and my mom said that she finds podcasts really boring. <laughs> I don't know if it's just us, maybe she finds us boring, but mm -hmm. she said that she doesn't like the long format, but she says it might just be her generation. I think it is. I think a lot of people our age listen to podcasts on a regular basis, and I think they're growing and growing. A lot more influencers and celebrities are turning... Um, a form of monetization into a podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, true. You, uh, I only recently discovered podcasts, let's say. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I say recently, I'm probably saying like three years or something, yeah. three, four years, uh, before it was just unknown to me. Although it has been around for a very long time. I think it was first introduced by uh, Steve Jobs, like on the iPhone. That was the way to bring podcasts to the table. Oh, really? Um yeah, I mean, you know, Alan Watts and his motivational yeah. speeches, a lot of them are kind of like a podcast. Yeah, true. You like can see long form chats. Mm -hmm. You can see those are so, uh, as a sort of podcast. But yeah, w I would think that our generation has um, been more in interested in podcasts. 
than ever before. Also, probably. I think there's a bigger market for podcasts now because of influencers. I noticed that when I really like um, a celebrity and influencer, I want to know more about their personal life or I want to mm. know more what they're like in a long form content. You know, a, a 10 minute YouTube video, I'm not saying they're always scripted and they're always fake, but you edit them in a certain way that you don't really see any in between moments. You see the best bits in 10, 12 minutes. Or as a podcast, it's like you keep rolling and rolling. And um, that's why I listen to Emma Chamberlain's every week because I don't know, it's a way to see her more what she's probably like in person compared to high energy 10 minute videos, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So I think there's really a market, a growing market for podcasts now. And I'm excited to see how many other influencers and celebrities will come out with them in the future. Yeah, I have no idea how it's going to develop, but I think there's probably a wave um, of people do, uh, recording podcasts. I mean, if you think about the pioneers of podcasting, like Joe Rogan, mm -hmm. the guy has been around for such a long time. I think it's probably 10 years or something. And he's and going nowhere. He's solidified his career solely in podcasting now. Yeah, I mean, he's very diversified as a human being, like in skills and jobs and stuff. But um, he has a such a competitive advantage by just being uh, consistent over a long period of times. Like yeah. he's just Joe Rogan. Like he has just developed his own brand. <laughs> I think he's really proof of what you can do in the long term if you stay consistent mm -hmm. with your form of social media and branding yourself. Yeah. You know, he, he's famous for his curiosity and that's why his podcast has succeeded so much because there's so many different types of people that go on his show, mm -hmm. like people from all areas. And it's just nice to see that he's always curious no matter the topic. And then I guess that bring that makes the listener also curious yeah. as well. True, true. Um, his format is, is quite unique indeed. But I don't know where we started <laughs> <laughs> with uh, this conversation. I was enjoying it. Although, I'm in France. I just want to reiterate that for a minute because uh, actually uh, I'm making a YouTube video so it, it will be up probably next week telling the story so mm -hmm. you guys can watch that video if you want to learn more. But there was a, a good point in time where I was not coming to France and this was not going to be possible. We had some obstacles to overturn and I'm so happy that we're finally here and I'm really happy for the podcast again, like I said earlier, to be in the one room and to feel more natural having a conversation because Zoom and Discord chats just don't cut it. It's not the same feeling when you're looking at someone through a screen as mm. w when you see them physically. I mean, we had good chats to be fair. I'm very happy about yeah. um, the different discussions and conversations that we have had so far. Although it's true, as someone commented, that there is a certain um, non-natural way of speaking sometimes because we are yeah. um, not reacting at the same time or something mm. or something similar like that. And it's just very interesting to see how things are going to evolve now that we are together. Although you're going back next month. Yeah, I'm only here for a month. Oh, we have a long history of like disappearances and reappearances together yeah, but yeah. Uh, basically we're here for a month so you still got to podcast here away for a little bit and then back again for a year so don't worry we'll be back in the one room for a while yep just with little breaks in the middle because uh, it's not healthy to live with someone 24 7 
Mm, yeah. For years at a time. <laughs> Hopefully, we will be able to um, set up the podcast. Yeah. Like uh, permanently with uh, without moving each week or each episode the gear and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's true. So, what's today's topic, Emilio? Um. So this week we're talking about uh, how do we deal with uh, uncertainty? Yeah. Yeah. So that's the topic today. Yeah. Uncertainty, how to deal with it, a bit of our experience with uncertainty mm-hmm. as well. Exactly. And Someone uh, has prepared some notes. Yeah. As we, you can tell, it's best to look at notes. I say this every week to Emilio. If you don't have a train of thought, your brain will just go ski with into different directions. <laughs> yep. Um, well the the first part that we want to talk about was um, uncertainty, uncertainty in relationships. Mm-hmm. You got anything to add? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so it's a bit of a vague um, topic as usual for me. I think uh, we're getting used to very broad and vague subjects. Yeah. Um, every two weeks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Uncertainty is a big part of our lives, I would say. We all struggle with uh, unknown doubts, um, stuff like that, in every aspect of our lives, whether it be relationships, professional life, workplace, uh, habits, procrastination, like everything is ready to uncertainty sometimes. Yeah, well, it's just part of life. And as we've seen over the past year and a half, hate to be that broken record. We really don't know what's happening next week. Mm. And so, and if you think about it, maybe this is quite a hippie thing to say, but nothing actually is certain. Like, it it can change at any point. Your life could just stop here in five minutes' time, and we don't know what the future holds. And it's a joy, but also it brings a lot of anxiety for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And so, it is something that I think with age, you learn how to deal with, but. It can be quite annoying when your whole life is full of uncertainty and you're in this waiting period of, well, what do I do now? Like, mm. I, I'm limboing here. Yeah. There is a... We, we had a very very good discussion with my dad last week about this subject, actually. Because if you look back... Wh- when If you were to be back 100 years ago, um, you had very huge pillars of life. Um, you had the state, religion, and then family. Mm-hmm. Those were three huge pillars of life. So you would be able to find the answers of your life in those three areas. For example, the state will give you meaning. Uh, religion will give you um, will give you answers about what to do with your life and stuff. Mm-hmm. You would have duties uh, thanks to those areas of life. Yeah. And n- nowadays, um, religions have become less and less uh, popular, I'd say, or people... Uh, th- have a tendency to not believe in them as strongly as they used to be 100 years back. Mm-hmm. When you when you speak about states, it's usually in a negative way. N- it's very rare for someone to speak about the state in a very positive and like uh, enthusiastic way. Yeah. So what what's left is family and relationships, mm-hmm. and I think it's very hard for um, some of our j- some of s- uh, the last generations let's say to find the answers and so you're immediately thrown into 
uncertainty because you don't have the pillars uh, on which the ancestors relied on before. Yeah. Well, I think um, religion and spiritualism are and still remain two really good ways to deal with uncertainty. Mm. It's not for everyone. I mean, it's not particularly for me, but I I can still recognize that it helps a lot of people. If you have, if you can think that there's something greater than just chance and luck, mm. and um, I think it's a really good way to deal with stuff. I know that manifesting, which I do actually do, um, is a really good way to deal with uncertainty because you can sit to your brain and say, "I would like this to happen. I feel like this is gonna happen." Whether that really does anything or not, I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not God. I have no idea, but. It's a way to deal with it and it's a mm. way to um, try and control what you can. But on the other hand, I think we, we can all recognize that it probably doesn't change the outlook <laughs> and the outcome, sorry. And so I w what I wanted to ask you is how do you personally deal with uncertainty? Um, uh, that's to assume that I do deal with <laughs> uncertainty. Yeah. I, it's very... It's very hard for everyone. We're no exceptions, to be fair, to this rule. Yeah. The ideal answer that I would like to give, if I were to be perfect, which I'm not, would be I'm taking one step at a time life. You know, mm -hmm. there is the ho the, this whole saying and concept of, oh, you need to enjoy the process of making YouTube videos, of making podcasts, of making, uh, of building your relationship and stuff. I think enjoying the process is a life process you have to enjoy life yeah and enjoy the process because life is a project and life itself is the process <laughs> yeah um so it's about taking one step at a time because as you said uncertainty is everywhere we cannot decide what's going to happen tomorrow um and so taking one day at a time one action at a time would be the ideal answer that would get i would like to give but it's not easy of course because we all think about the future yeah and it's uh, about reducing the uh potential anxiety that comes from the future uncertainties yeah to bring a bit of philosophy into this and mm -hmm. stoicism because i know a lot of the listeners also enjoy stoicism um there are really two types of certainty and uncertainty sorry you have the type where you think okay i i don't know today i'll maybe go shopping but i'm not sure i'm not certain i'm going shopping Okay, that's within your power. You can you can go or you can not go, and you have the other type which is without uh, w out with your control. Oh, um, I really want to win this award, but it's not up to me. It's up to the voters or whoever is choosing. Or I really want this to happen, but you know it's not my control. There's obviously two different ways to handle this, but the one that brings the anxiety is obviously the one out with our control. And I think that's where stoicism and philosophy can really help because you need to realize, well, if there's nothing I can do, there's nothing I can do right now. I don't mm. want to spend my time becoming anxious about this and worrying. I know that um, everyone definitely has had a lot of uncertainty over the last year and a half. M me especially, I've had so many things change and be uncertain until the very last minute. Um, a lot with my university course and year abroad. I've had plans change at the last minute. Um, even me flying here, it was uncertain until I, I left 
the doors of the airport in France really and it was a good time it's been a good time this year and a half for me to learn how to deal with uncertainty because I am a mega organizer <laughs> and I know in the past I've really struggled with uncertainty and not knowing where my life is headed but I think now I'm starting to find some beauty in it mm-hmm. and you're um, just as you were saying enjoying the things that you can and not really worrying about the other side of it I think that's a big part and a tip that I wanted to bring up is if you can't control it then you don't want to sit and obsess over it so try and find something else to occupy your mind your time Mm -hmm. like making YouTube videos podcasting if you have hobbies that's a great way to take your mind off of it because it can be really you can become um, suffocated by this problem this uncertainty yeah I think you brought up interesting points of conversation and I would disagree with one of them actually. Okay. Um, you know, you say instead of uh, worrying about the uncertainty of the event that you do not control, do something else. I partially agree mm-hmm. because you're not dealing with the problem at the end. Yeah. It will come back eventually. Mm-hmm. And I have found that going add-on with the the issue and seeking truth over avoidance let's say is a way to be peaceful with the the external event for example if you sit down and think about oh why do i feel disturbed about this event oh it's because it's uncertain and it's going to bring me anxiety about the future i don't know where i'm going to be where i'm going to be uh with Mm -hmm. um which gives me i cannot see where this is going where the train is going yeah and what i have found is just seeking truth and not judging myself on why i'm feeling this Mm -hmm. it's like okay i feel anxiety about it i feel maybe uh sad or stressed about it Mm -hmm. it's okay it doesn't have to define me yeah um i have this issue because i know that there are things at stake and Mm -hmm. if i fail or if i succeed well the outcome is going to be different in uh, those two scenarios and i have found that taking this approach with external events by seeking the truth of my feelings is a good way to dealing with the uncertainty and being like that's normal i'm actually feeling this way because it's normal yeah (laughs) it's human nature yeah and this way i'm not um, judging myself fight or flight but you can do neither because you're waiting yeah yeah. (laughs) defies human nature so that's where i partially agree with you your statement of trying to look the other way and yeah. not uh, facing the issue but i think um it's gonna still be you know uh inside of you like wandering around and it's gonna uh emerge at any time yeah that's true i think there are definitely circumstances where um one of the two is the best option mm-hmm. if it's something that is really out of your control and uh, you, you say you're waiting on an answer for something yeah i think you need a little bit of coming to face the problem and Mm. understanding like it's okay that i don't know right now but i think distraction can also be good whereas um if there is something you can do and i wanted to bring up something else um we've spoken about it before i don't know on the podcast or just with the two of us Mm -hmm. it's a video you showed me of ryan holiday and he speaks about ryan holiday is the guy who wrote the books eagles the enemy stillness is the key he's a stoic um advocate whatever we want to call him and writer he's great um i recommend his books i talk about them all the time 
he was doing a public speaking event and his video was saying okay um i know that when i go on stage a lot of people get really nervous on stage and you're uncertain of what the outcome is going to be are the crowd going to like you is the mic going to work am i going to have some technical issues Mm -hmm. and so a good way to deal with this uncertainty and deal with a bit of the anxiety is just as you said face it head on but maybe even to a different extent think of everything that that could happen with this outcome Mm -hmm. whatever you're uncertain about say it's a job interview so think about okay what will happen if i get the job make some plans have fun in your head organizing maybe go on notion write some notes what it will feel like what what will you do next what are your next steps and if you don't get the job again what are the next steps how are you going to be feeling and i think that's a way because okay the the answer is out with your control but the way you deal with it is fully within your control and therefore if you plan for both sides or as many sides as there can be you know it, t- it takes away a lot of the stress because a lot of the stress is more okay what now i've mm-hmm. got the answer what now yeah um i guess it's a good way to to try to prepare yourself mentally uh i'm gonna bounce on on this uh example with something a bit more personal uh we're not all public speakers like ryan holiday very true um so i'm gonna bring something that has been uh an event a, a recent event sorry um i passed my driving license last week which i got <laughs> by the way um, first time everyone and i felt uh stressed at the beginning Dur- during the exam no just before like i was waiting to to, pa- to sit the test with okay. uh, the person and um and feeling stressed and impossible to calm down for a few reasons and that's why i uh, that's when I decided to seek truth of my feelings. So uh, I sat on on, on a bench uh, outside and I was like, okay, so I'm feeling stressed. Good. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm taking Emilio, his feelings. I'm like trying to be next to th- those feelings, like trying to externalize them yeah. in a certain way and be like, okay, I, I'm stressed because I know that uh, having the driving license will give me opportunities to do more stuff with Lucy, with my friends uh help my family in, in some in many ways it would give me opportunities as well flexibility mm-hmm. freedom in in certain ways so when you think about that obviously there are things at stake it's normal to feel stress your stress yeah. is justified by the potential outcome so yeah. i was trying to understand instead of trying to st- tell myself you need to be calm, you need to be calm, 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 calm. this mm-hmm. doesn't work because it doesn't give you answers it just gives yeah. you a little uh shortcut shortcut pill let's say yeah and trying to force you to uh, uh swallow it instead this approach actually completely erased my stress in like 10 minutes this exercise took me 10 15 minutes to do on the bench while waiting for my turn and it was a completely game changer just Did by seeking truth i calmed myself down <laughs> did it not make you more nervous though thinking Oh, this will improve my life a lot. And if I fail, oh, well, we, I think that would make me more mm. nervous personally. Uh, I did have this aspect, but again, I uh, had the uh, memento mori in my head. Like, you're going to die eventually. Like, one day, failing a driving license, who cares? Like, uh, yeah, there that's are the approach I would take to there it. Are worse thing with, uh, there are worse things in life. But the main idea was to understand the stress 
yeah the the nature of it more than anything yeah so like personally when i did my driving test i did fail more than once (laughs) 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 and um I made sure to not get myself worked up over it. And to mm-hmm. be honest, I wasn't really worked up over it. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's going to that's gonna cost a lot, having to reset that and take more lessons. Can't lie. But in my head, I was like, well, yeah, it will open up a whole new world if I can drive. I was mm-hmm. at a place where I was having to leave for work an hour and 14 minutes before my shift when realistically it was a 25-minute drive. And so that was causing me... I like I knew it would improve my life in that sense and all of my friends were drive away and so for me it was quite important I did pass but I said to myself okay well you've done this long in your life without having passed yeah that's okay if you feel once like don't worry about it and you'll get there eventually just don't um lose hope and for that reason I I wasn't so stressed in my test because I didn't put the pressure on myself like oh, it's going to be so great if I pass and it's going to be so terrible if I, if I don't. And yeah. I was like, well, I've got this far so far and I haven't passed. And you can definitely take this approach as well for job interview. Yeah, maybe it's the job of your dreams and it sucks if you don't get at it, but you've lived this long without this dream job. Yeah. It will be all, all good. <laughs> so there are many ways, I think, for us to deal with uncertainty. They have all their benefits and drawbacks let's say as we have just mentioned through those two examples yeah um but it's undeniable we all face uncertainty and it's just about uh what do we make how do we how do we respond to this uh uncertainty it's not a very easy exercise but i think it's uh an exercise worth practicing because it's really about trying to come at peace with the disturbances yeah. that are happening inside of you yeah. um by the way talking about peace little uh self-advertising <laughs> go on <laughs> uh this is the third week of the newsletter by mm-hmm. the way we have i think five subscribers We're very happy about that thank you very much and this week is about seeking peace so there you go nice i didn't know that was the topic i'm excited to read it tomorrow <laughs> or today when this comes out yeah on sunday Every Sunday, sign up, everyone. <laughs> there you go. Little finish line of the self-advertising. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I think go off, Queen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, um, we all face it. It's uh, undeniable. Yeah. Do you have anything to add? Um, so, we, we basically talked about uncertainties in general in life we have different examples we mentioned driving license public speaking Mm -hmm. um the future in general and i'd say the the idea would be to take one step at a time uh to enjoy that step this is very important you have to take it one step at a time but enjoy it at the same time yeah it's a good way to avoid panicking about the future yeah i'd say yeah, I think with uncertainty, there are many ways to approach it. And it just depends on who you are. I think mm. people deal with it in different ways. Like for me, planning for the worst and the best event yeah. is a good way because I'm someone that needs to be organized. And so for me, that's how I deal with it. For you, it's tackling the issue head on. Mm-hmm. For some, it's distracting themselves. And there's no right or wrong. It's whatever feels right for you yeah. we need to remember we all have different brains we all cope with things differently and 
you know, uh, who are we to tell you what to do? What feels right is right mm-hmm. for you. I think that um, the main idea and the main purpose of dealing with uncertainty is to avoid being terrorized by the uncertainty in itself. Yeah. Because that's not the way of living. I would imagine that, you know, it's pretty it's pretty tough when you don't sleep at night because you think about the future. I mean, we we are very privileged on very on many eras, but I, I would imagine that it's terrible to not sleep at night because of uncertainties. Yeah, there's a way more extreme cases of uncertainty where if you're struggling financially, yeah. the uncertainty That's of what paying I'm the you. bills. Yeah, I get yeah. what you mean. I think we're talking more on the more privileged side, and uh, of course, I mean that's so different but mm. we don't have the experience in that so i don't find it right for us to try and give advice on yeah, w- yeah. when we haven't been in that position mm. there are many areas of uncertainty in different levels so yeah. i can only feel let's say um comfortable to a certain degree to speak yeah. about uh these kind of uncertainties yeah no i, I agree my stomach is just going ham right now. <laughs> I would love if the pe- the mic would pick this up. Um, well, uh, do do you have any other areas of life where would you would you would like to dive into? Well, I know I mentioned at the start, and you Rage said you had nothing yeah. to say, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I think with people in relationships and family, it's a completely different thing, and I think it's something worth discussing on a separate term because we're talking more about I- events and stuff, but. Yeah, I think it's it's different when it comes to uh, family and friends and relationships, how you deal with uncertainty. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time, let's talk about friends first. When you grow up and you go in and out of friendships and stuff, that, that can be very uncertain. And a lot of the time, the choices that they make in their life can make for a more difficult friendship for you uh whether you move away and Mm. your friendship becomes long distance that can have an effect and yeah just all 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 of the uncertainty in that part how do you deal with it when it's people at stake and not just a bit of paper saying you've passed the test (laughs) um you're playing with emotions so wait we're in a situation where you're with friends for example yeah, I guess it's going to work with all people, people to people. And you have to move away? Yeah, let's take the example moving away. Okay. You so know that this might affect your family, your friends, your loved one. Well, I can speak of experience here. I have moved a lot of times in my childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it be because I was bad at school or because my family moved. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to move. I had to move, sorry. Um, five times in the span of 10 years so five different schools and stuff and i lost my friends in each of these moments mm-hmm. and obviously as a kid i didn't deal with it because i didn't care about it it's like ah uh, you know it's part of life like i was brought up in a certain way that um that's what happens you move uh geographically so you yeah. have to move friends as well yeah and when you're younger you always have the head that i'll meet new people yeah exactly because you're young and you say you're in education when mm. you're a child it's really easy to meet new people yeah it's like um the day you leave the school your friends are like oh i'm gonna miss you uh, one week after you have forgotten you've made them. new friends <laughs> <laughs> like this is gone finished um that's yeah. how i felt but it might have not have been 
how the others felt sorry about that i was very unsociable um <laughs> but uh, the uncertainty wasn't there although obviously you had the feeling of oh am i going to adapt to the new location mm-hmm. am i going to adapt to the new friends am i going to make new friends actually like you don't you can't be certain you're gonna make friends of yeah. course um so the uncertainty here was dealt day by day i would say it was like we'll see how it goes mm-hmm. and because i cannot control the only thing i can control is if i talk to people good if i don't talk to people i don't care again i was living online more than in real life uh, yeah. through gaming so i had most of my friends online so that was an issue for me yeah um, so i have a different outlook on these topics yeah uh, i think you have a different one to me because of well, the way you are socially yeah. compared to me i quite like physically being with friends i'm really bad mm-hmm. at the online version of friendships yeah. i'm better in, in in person i would definitely say and uh just as an example obviously i'm I'm moving away from my year abroad and i saw my friends just before i left and we said like when, when's the next time we're gonna see each other and every time we've had that conversation at the end of the the meetup so it's been oh i can do like next month this place sorted mm-hmm. this time we were like oh i can't do this because i'm moving and there's so much uncertainty and when we were going to see each other again mm-hmm. but i don't know about them but i actually find quite a lot of peace from it because i felt so happy in the friendship with these people that i was like it might be a while before we see each other but mm-hmm. i'm happy to wait and i know that when i see them finally i'm going to be really happy and i, I felt the same way when i left you because it was the friendship or the relationship was so solidified that I could deal with the uncertainty of how long is this going to be until I see yeah. them again. That there is obviously doesn't take out the fact that um, you're going to miss the friendship or the relationship uh, in, in in ways. Mm-hmm. But there is a certain trust that when things are going back to normal, there won't be weird moments. For yeah. example, my um, last week, I met up with friends after one and a half year of not seeing them, mm-hmm. uh, which I talked about in the newsletter. And weirdly enough, it felt as if we had seen each other like the week before. Yeah. It w- you know, you came back to the same conversations, the same memories, the same uh, stories that you lived together. And it was just a nice feeling of, oh, we're back. But yeah. as if we had never split. <laughs> you know? yeah and that's how it normally is with people you create bonds when you're with them and so mm. when you're apart and you come back together it's almost like that time apart didn't exist because in your heads you've only spent this physical time together yeah and so of course people change but your relationships t- tend to stay mm-hmm. yeah i would say if you're in a good one you're in a, a solid friendship relationship yeah and i'm not talking about like 15 different people it's three different friends yeah. Um, it's uh, we've always been around uh, for the years of un- university mm-hmm. and you just come back and you know so so much has changed around you but people actually haven't changed that much you know yeah. there are always the same the same uh, boys with the same almost the same man say the, men, the same habits mm-hmm. of uh, uh, expressions of physical expression as well yeah. so it, it's a fun thing to see to see that time moves forward but people 
don't move that much forward. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like we, we still have our identity. We don't yeah. change like 100%. No, that's so true. And I feel like when I'm with certain people, I act a certain way and that kind of never changes. Mm -hmm. I have the same vibe around me when I'm with yeah. certain friends. And even though I may grow differently, when I see them, I sort of revert back to how I was the last time I saw them, which yeah. is a nice thing. I think another thing with uncertainty in um, this time, specifically relationships, uncertainty, I can't say this word today, uncertainty Yeah. Um, with the future of how it's going to be. We've, we've done a podcast about this before. I'm sure we can link it up wherever, <laughs> whichever side it is, I have no idea. And um, it's something that all couples kind of need to deal with because say if you're younger, you don't want to turn to your partner very early on and be like, I'm spending my full life with you and there's a 0% chance that not, there's no other way. Mm -hmm. You know, as you get older, okay, you start thinking, hey, I, I could see myself marrying them, blah, blah, blah. But there's a lot of uncertainty for the future of relationships. Yeah. And it's how do you deal with it? How do you deal with these conversations as well? Well, it's, it's a pretty tough one. <laughs> yeah. um, and, you know, it's very boring. Uh, my answer is going to be very boring, but it's always the same, like, one day at a time. Yeah. Like, there, there's no other way. Uh, also, having very low expectations, I think, is a good one. Um, Charlie Munger talks a lot about it. Yeah. If you want to have a simple and happy life, have very low expectations. Yeah. And maybe it's a way for him to deal with uncertainty. Because, in a way, it doesn't expect anything. Yeah. I can't believe we didn't make a big point of this earlier on. Taking it one day at a time, one step at a time. Mm -hmm. We've mentioned it like yeah. throughout, but uh, we but didn't really it is yeah. to stress it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All you can do is really take it one day at a time. Mm. Which is super hard. You know, whenever you're doing a project and you're uncertain about where it's going or if it's going to work, this is a big question like, or is my project going to work? Is my website going to work? Is my YouTube channel going to work? Yeah. You can't know. The only thing you can do is uh, taking one day at a time, one script at a time, one video at a time, yeah. one edit at a time. And this is the work you need to do. The future is going to take care of itself. You know, it's um, there is uh, this example in Ego is, Ego is the Enemy. Um, By Ryan Holiday, the guy Holiday we again. spoke about. Um, where he mentions a coach that took a NFL team from top to bottom and he said bottom to top bottom to top sorry that took a good team yeah um, and he and the coach said we only concentrate ourselves on training yeah. very details and the score will take care of itself yeah and I think this idea of the score will take care of itself it's like the future is going to take care of itself yeah uh, the only thing you can do is um, show up to record that video show up to do your work uh, show up to be a good a good person like that's the only thing you can do because yeah. whatever comes comes like you cannot decide destiny <laughs> that's so true or the future. I, I, I think know. it's very true in the world that we've kind of fallen ourselves into with mm -hmm. you know podcasting youtube i know that it took a while for me to realize I can't control how many people view my video, or how mm. many people like versus dislike it. It's not up to me, but it's up to me to do my best, put in the effort, take it one day at a time and stay on track, mm. be consistent. Mm, yeah. My favorite thing. Um, 
and then the results will come uh, and like we or spoke not. yeah or they won't <laughs> or they won't hey there are a lot of filled podcasts and youtube channels out there like it, sometimes it's it's not for you and in a way that sucks but also i think if it hasn't happened and uh with the book the dip you yeah, read dip, it yeah when to know when to quit you just have to accept that and think okay well it isn't for me i've gave it as long as you can say i've gave it my best shot hmm. and i know it isn't for me you yeah. know there is a, a quote from epictetus that says uh there is nothing wrong with an honest effort yeah <laughs> i mean <laughs> did you guys ever have a a sports day at high school or primary school uh no but i get the the example you're gonna take yeah. give. okay there's there's a couple sports that you can fully prepare for mm. running skipping i i'm saying this this is like i was in a primary school of 70 people it was a very small town countryside and our sports day was serious business and so you would train for it you would train to do that sprint as quickly as you can and there's this one game there's one race that you cannot really practice for i mean probably but no one would and uh, you have a sack and it's like running but running in the sack so oh, okay, you're yeah, yeah. throwing yourself to the the finish line it doesn't matter how fit you are <laughs> give it an honest day's work <laughs> yeah that's really like a, a visual aspect of uncertainty to me because mm -hmm. it was always the the person you didn't expect who would win that <laughs> such right. a weird example yeah it's a very weird example <laughs> but um yeah it's, it goes back to the idea that uh do what you can control and try not to worry about what's not in your control Take yeah so do what's what's in your control don't be affected too much by what's not in your control um take it one day at a time one step at a time one project at a time uh one discussion at a time also with a partner or a friend or one party at a time yeah um and yeah enjoy enjoy the process of life yeah life is a process if um, everything was certain what fun would it be if yeah. you knew if you could read the book of yeah, your life that would be so boring it would be so boring <laughs> because you would have joy for a couple hours reading it mm. and then the rest of your 80 odd years <laughs> you know waiting. what's happening yeah <laughs> um yeah, yeah that's that's a good uh finish line i would say yeah um, oh also just one more thing to add if you did read that book and you knew everything that was coming you wouldn't try as hard and i think that's really where the the laziness mm. and the boredom would come from if you knew that everything was coming to you naturally you would have no joy for life well not not even naturally but uh you know it's like you know what everything that's going to happen so now the only thing left is to follow a plan yeah. that is written mm -hmm. whereas in real life you write the plan as you go yeah in every project you update the plan you improve the plan in like school you update the, the plan in a business you always have a vision at the beginning but you adjust you, you quickly realize that you have to adjust you have to change you have to improve yeah uh, so if you were to have the book of life you'll have the book and the plan and you wouldn't be able to you know change it yeah. because that's the way it's going to be um it, it reminds me of a podcast from lex friedman with uh a brazilian jiu-jitsu um trainer mm -hmm. and he said life would be very different if you were given immortality you yeah. would you wouldn't do you would 
procrastinate ev- everything because yeah. you, you could say i'm gonna do that in 300 years of the time yeah y- you would take life very differently in many ways and you would take life or death risks because you know you're immortal you know yeah. you would change up your life with no consequences a- and it would be um he, he basically said that death gives meaning to life because yeah. you know that you you will go away so, uh one day yeah and that's why it gives meaning because it makes you want to do stuff mm-hmm. if you were to be mortal you probably sleep 12 hours a day you know you would do whatever you want you will procrastinate and put off every project every thing you want um and you would be bored eventually <laughs> yeah um so yeah it's an interesting discussion another discussion very huge discussion uh, yeah but um it, it reminded me of that that point that uh the podcast mentioned um nice oh uncertainty is is everywhere we all feel it uh, through the po- this podcast i was thinking about it we maybe seem as you know trying to fit perfectly in life or try to perfect our ways of living um i struggle a lot yeah you probably it's, do <laughs> it's really just an an open conversation yeah. we're n- we probably aren't doing what we preach necessarily yeah. but humans make errors that's how we are so well i think it's about um doing as much as you preach sometimes you know you fall you have days where you, you don't do it for example i could say oh have journal and meditate for like eight months now straight yeah out of the eight months i probably missed two weeks Mm -hmm. like uh you know throughout does that make me a bad failure a failure no i did it most of the time so yeah uh i'm not perfect but uh i try to show up as much as possible and i preach what i what i what i say yeah um sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but it's about um trying to do it as many times as possible yeah nice so we're not perfect but yeah this we, discussion uh, is we aren't acting like perfect beings <laughs> disclaimer <laughs> <laughs> but it's a way for us to personally to discuss and explore topics and yeah. uh, meaningful uh, things to think about in life and trying to find answers through this process of conversation and sometimes i just apply it sometimes i don't sometimes yeah I'll sometimes we have a bad day sometimes we have great days but the important thing is to do an honest effort an honest effort there you go <laughs> that's for you <laughs> nice um well uh, thank you very much for watching this yes i hope you enjoyed it i think we've brought up quite a lot of varied things in mm. this podcast which i personally enjoy it i wonder if you guys enjoy the fact that we're using more wider topics so that we can cover more areas rather yeah. than having um specific mini topics where uh, you know if we were to do this length of content we would probably bore ourselves <laughs> and you would definitely bore ourselves uh, yourself so yep uh let us know oh question for the week uh how do you deal with uncertainty in yeah life? do you have a system do you have, do you a, have a tip tip do you have a ways of thinking concept yep. let us know in the comment also don't forget that if we hit 1,000 subscribers, we will do a... Skillshare course. Skillshare course on relationships that are for fun and sharing our uh, mental models and stuff. Yeah. Uh, just be, it'll be fun. And it's a cool challenge, let's say. Um, mm-hmm. 
leave us a review if you want that will help the podcast and if you don't that's okay who cares like it's not in our control <laughs> yeah but uh yeah. yeah thank you very much for listening stop the uncertainty of whether you're going to subscribe and just hit the button anyway <laughs> there we go <laughs> all right thank you very much for everyone for tuning in and bye-bye bye-bye that was good that was good my li- yeah my my lips are going to break apart and my stuff <laughs>